the morning invasion with Dex and Steve-O. They're terrible and you know it. It's not true at all. Lies. Lies. Good morning, everybody. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a beautiful day here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Welcome to it, guys. Thursday. Chuck Therapy Live coming up at 9 with Pastor Nate Heitzig. Janae, maybe? Yeah. We'll see what happens. We're also live on YouTube if you'd like to hang out with us at Star 88 FM on the YouTube channel. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, you guys. Yeah. You guys can text in. What's the uh, live line number? 505-585-LIVE. That's 505-585-5483. And maybe you got a question for Shock Therapy Live and you've been wanting to email it, but it's not working. Text it into us, guys. I don't care if it's a novel. We want to we be able to help today, but our website's down. It's down. Servers are acting funny. It's not on our end. We've already researched it. And so, uh, unfortunately, because of that, studio at star88.fm hasn't been, hasn't been working. Do you know Michael Jordan once turned down a $1 million sponsorship because he didn't want to say beanie weenies? <laughs> what? That, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to be uh, a, 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 the greatest athlete. I don't want to be super rich because I feel like there's just too much pressure on deciding, do, what, do I take this sponsorship? Yeah. Who do I want to endorse me? Beanie Weenies. They want to <laughs> endorse me for a million, but it's Beanie Weenies. Those are the, uh, the Van Camp's version of pork and beans. Well, duh. You don't and, remember uh, Beanie Weenies? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. I, I actually did love Beanie Weenies. The same's. Same, bro. Um, he said, quote, it was close to a million bucks a year, the endorsement was. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm saying beanie weenies? How can I stand in front of a camera and say I'll eat beanie weenies? So, you know, he ended up going with Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> Are you serious right now? <laughs> Phoenix, yeah. would you be endorsed by beanie weenies? No. no. For a million dollars a year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fast. Kay. Okay, hold on. He yeah. just came in here like because I'm proving a point here. Oh. Because you every know. everyone, you know, was chiming in yes. on this saying messy. So I just went out, you know, just just said overall stats. So let's let let's compare. All right. Really quick. I need some background music. You got it. I, I got need you. some background music. For those music. that are just joining Portuguese, us for the first time. Some Portuguese our, music. Our dear you friend Portuguese, Brian Portuguese Nixon. Portuguese Fado music because we were, Ronaldo's we were Portuguese. We are talking about the greatest athlete of all time, and it got into a discussion of Ronaldo and Messi, and then there were people who were going, who are you guys talking about? We're talking about football. Okay. Okay. Here we go. And these are just some of them. I, I just pulled out some of the most the most important. So there, we have some Fado, Portuguese Fado music, rather than Argentinian music. Okay, here we go. So all-time career for club and country. These are all-time stats. So a lot of people will go pull out like club stats and go see Messi's better. Yeah. And I go, hey, let's look at the all-time stats. So hey, hey, here we go. So Messi, for goals, has 656 goals. That's pretty impressive. That's incredibly yeah. impressive. Yeah. Until you go to Ronaldo, who has 682 Whoa. goals. <laughs> and then for all-time club, for club alone, you know. Yeah. So you look at Messi, and he has 591. Uh-huh. Hey, that's pretty impressive. That's really Until impressive. you get to Cristiano Ronaldo, and he has 597. And then you go, how many goals for your league? <laughs> league. And you go, Messi has 412. Yeah. Man, that is impressive. That's really impressive. Until right? you get to oh, Cristiano okay. Ronaldo, who has 417. Oof. 
And then you go, hey, how many Europe goals for their, you know, or their their respected years later, their, their their respected countries? And you go, Messi has a hundred and eight. And you incredible. go, that's pretty incredible yeah, for your, yeah. you know, UEFA yeah. or, or your club until you get to Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> who has a hundred and twenty-five. And then. Then, then you go. You know, He's fired up people. Well, what about your overall Ooh. European goals? I, I mean, your 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 country goals. You know, yeah. of that. Yeah. And you go, man. Messi has sixty five. That's like the highest until you get to Cristiano Ronaldo, who has eighty five. <laughs> so, so not in one area. Let me just repeat: not in one area did Messi. Get in goal scoring. Now I will now, say this though: uh, Ronaldo's now, 34 and Messi's only 31, so now, he could overtake now, some of those categories. But here, here's where Messi does do better than Ronaldo oh, in oh, one area, what? okay, but not across the board. Oh. He is a better assist player, oh. so he does have more assists, not not an all around. Oh, okay. So for league, Cristiano Ronaldo actually um, is pretty close to him. <laughs> but the reality for for the your your country Ronaldo has more assists than Messi okay so though Messi has some I just wanted to prove a point all right um thank yeah, you but somebody thank you said, very much listen Pinaldo is only good at penalties no Messi makes better goals no <laughs> no guys no. I don't think I've ever seen him this fired up no. you are well oh, it's man. because everyone all you know and I get it a lot of people are you know don't like that aspect of Cristiano Ronaldo he's a little you know he's a little fanboy he's He's a hottie. I don't like that aspect either. He's a hottie. Not, oh, girls do think that hottie. I'm thinking H-A-U-G-H-T-Y. Oh, hottie. hottie. Like a little gotcha. prideful. Yeah. A little prideful. <laughs> but, He's a little hottie. But This is Phoenix from a week ago. Here, you want to see him get even more fired up? We got a question on the live line. Can I ask yeah, you real quick sure. in a few minutes? Sure. Okay. I just wanted to prove the, yeah, the stats. Yeah, they love listening to you. We make you guys, we make them laugh, and they really appreciate all that we do. Spreading love in Jesus' name. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Anyways, okay. trying to expand my book collection. Ooh. <laughs> I could get more passionate love, about that than... I love than theology, messy. psychology, poetry, art, music, anything that gets my mind thinking. Oh, Phoenix, you're a huge man. inspiration to me if it's not too much trouble. What are some of your favorite books? Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. We How could be here three oh, hours. Geez. What the heck Literally. Literally. One eternity later. <laughs> Asking me my favorite books is like asking you know, like soccer was easy cuz i could man. just go to stats but yeah. when it goes to books for oh, all those man. departments uh-huh. i poetry i could last like for 4 hours yeah like you know some of my favorite poets uh, here we go do you guys really want me to get into no, this? No, I mean, just like your favorites. So that means the best. Uh, like, you, we don't have to. Cheapers. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite poet of all time? Oh, I can't pick. I, <laughs> I have to pick it by era. <laughs> I, I know. I have to pick it like 1500, 1600, 1700. Is it, 1700, <laughs> is it, is it oh Tolstoy? Tolstoy's not a poet. Oh. He's an author. He's a novelist. <laughs> oh, yeah. He is one of my favorite novelists, though. Dostoevsky, Tolstoy. Um, my is it Shakespeare? His no, sonnets? no, no. Well, I do appreciate Shakespeare, but from the Shakespearean, I like John Donne. Okay, and then I like uh, I like Hopkins, uh, from from the metaphysical poets. Um, oh boy, you know, from they were from the Shakespearean era. Right. Um, but I, I mean, more modern poets. I like. Philip Levine. I like William Stafford, who's dead. Okay. I like what about Stanley philosophy? Kunitz? What about philosophers? 
Oh, okay. Oh, my okay. goodness. No, but right now, not of all time. Okay, right? I'll compare. I'll compare. <laughs> I'll compare, or I'll, I'll put two together. Yeah. So my favorite aesthetics philosopher. I don't even know what that means. Aesthetics is of who like looks beauty? at beauty. Exactly. Okay. So that is, you ready? Dietrich von Hildebrand. Oh. Yes. And he looks at the beauty. And it, yeah, he, his aesthetics volume he one is volume two. On beauty. So so this person, if you got, <laughs> if you got Dietrich von yeah. Hildebrand's aesthetics volume one and two, and then if you got the fifteen volume Hans Urs von Balthasar. Wait, do you know any Americans? Like, are there any? He's American also very good. He's a good <laughs> theologian. Yeah. I mean, he's not Does a great America theologian, have but any good authors. Oh. Uh, John Steinbeck. Oh, yes. Okay, so for novelists, <laughs> my favorite is Cormac McCarthy, John Steinbeck, Ernest Hemingway, and J.D. Salinger. Oh, wow. So those, those would I be my... I guessed all of those. Those are my four top four novelists. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, those... I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite turtle is the box turtle. Yes. Because as a kid, yes. I had them. I collected yes. them. Don't ever Google uh, what about turtle noises. What is your favorite marsupial? My favorite marsupial <laughs> would be the kangaroo. Ooh, okay. really? Because <laughs> they can carry uh, their little joeys around exactly. in the little pouches. <laughs> no, okay. My favorite. What were some of the other ones? I, I gave you my favorite uh, modern like philosophers. I don't What's know. your favorite book of the Bible? Oh, no, no, no. Um, ooh, that's actually a good question. Do you have a favorite book well, of the I, Bible? Well, obviously, I love the Bible, but the, the, the two <laughs> books I taught in college. Mm -hmm. I Revelation? Taught, no, I taught oh. Colossians, so Colossians is that's one of my favorite. That's a great book. It yeah. is a great book. I think book. that might be my favorite. It, I love Colossians. Because yeah, it's okay. short. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's short, but it's packed. Yeah, I it mean, is. it's packed. I also taught, I taught Philippians, Colossians, so I love Philippians and Colossians. And then I think my favorite gospel, because my doctorate dissertation uh -huh. was um, dealt with it largely looking using... Ephesians? <laughs> That's Ephesians not is not a gospel. It's That's Luke. That's okay. Luke. Okay. Uh, but I also love John. That's so my totally favorite, my, my, favorite son Luke. Cool. my favorite synoptic gospel mm. is Luke. Okay. And then the only other non-synoptic <laughs> synoptic is John. Wow. But, but like... This person, first of all, I love them because they ask this question, Yeah, but it is such a loaded question. Literally, I could spend hours. Psychology. I could, I could, I could. Psychology? Favorite psychology. You could peel book. back that onion for hours. So my favorite, all my favorite, the, the psychologists I studied in graduate school were all child psychologists. Oh, okay. So they, they looked at, um, they looked at the, the development of but children. A thousand like? years later. <laughs> I'll have to get into this. Later, because okay. Dex is no, kicking no, me I, off. No, no, I think it's just funny, because yeah. you could go forever. I, I, I could. I, I want On you to talk. anything, what's the greatest Western of all time? Ooh, oh, my <laughs> goodness, the greatest Western of all time? This, this is, these are profound questions. <laughs> I know. Better be I, a Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> well, no, I, no, I would put no. one, but I still think... John Wayne movie. It's going to be like no, Hell or High Water. No, not a John Wayne. Though I think Hans John Ford's, what? John Ford's directing of John Wayne in The Searchers is great. Uh-huh. I for my favorite Clint Eastwood movie, it would be The Outlaw of Josie Wales. But then no, 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 not favorite Clint Eastwood movie. I, I said, what's your favorite western? Oh. Well, <laughs> mine's oh, Tombstone, God. hands down Tombstone. No, I would probably have to say the one of the greatest westerns of all time is Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood. That Why is a good one? Well, because it 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 is a more it's a morality tale. Yeah, and so it's more than just a shoot 'em up type thing. Yeah, but that's why I would also put the Wild Bunch mm -hmm. up there, okay. a Sam Peckinpah uh, film, because 
it really, you know, the wild bunch, yeah. it, it, it is a morality tale. It's bloody, you yeah. know, it's just about shooting people up, yeah. but it, it's a morality tale. Marlon Brando. The best Westerns everyone knows are morality tales. Yeah. Right. They, they like Logan. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like Logan. Mm -hmm. So, but like hostiles, I, I would say, so the best Westerns, I, you'd have to put Unforgiven up there. You'd have to put the wild bunch somewhere up there. You would probably just for fun for just sheer fun, mm -hmm. maybe not one, it's not a morality tale per se, but um, Pat Garrett and the Sundance Kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Pat, have you seen the kid, the new Western that just yeah, came out? I did. I, I saw it on opening day. Bro. Was it okay? It was. It was okay. Yeah. Did, uh, um, Vincent D'Onofrio, who is the kingpin in uh, mm -hmm. Daredevil, this was his Western that he filmed here oh, in really? New Mexico. He's had this idea, and then when they did the Magnificent <laughs> Seven, he got. <clears throat> Chris Pratt on board, and I guess Chris Pratt plays a character like he's never yeah, played before. Yeah, he, he was the yeah. bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a really bad guy. But it's about Billy the Kid, and it's mm -hmm. it's not like Young Guns fun. Well, it really it's, flips you because it's called oh, the Kid, oh. but it's it, Billy the Kid is in it, but it's really about the kid that's the star. Okay. Oh. So that's the flip. It was good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not profound. I I thought Hostiles was one of the oh, better, more recent yes. westerns. Yeah, it, it too was a morality tale. So I think every good western has a morality aspect to it. Okay. He, would you consider Lonesome Dove a western? Yes. Oh, unquestionably. Okay. Now, if, if we're talking, <laughs> I love Lonesome If Dove. we're talking western books, yeah. Larry uh, McMurdy's Lone. I, I, here's the thing. <laughs> So in Western, no Do you need some water. Yeah, in Western novel <laughs> world, in Western novel world, there's there's like the messy Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. There's that in Western novels. So you have people fighting, dis literally dissertations over the two best Western books of all time, and it comes down to either Larry McMurdy's Lonesome Dove or Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian. Wow. So I favor Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian yeah. because it's much more philosophical. Sure, it's very violent and such, but it's very philosophical. Cormac McCarthy is a philosophical writer. Who's your favorite German from the 1700s? <laughs> My favorite, um, that's easy. from the 1700s? Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Leibniz. Who's Leibniz? <laughs> he's the founder, uh, he's, he's the co-founder of Calculus, and he was a philosopher. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I don't even know. 1600s <laughs> like, into 1700s. You can, you can okay. say anything. 1600s well, into 1700s. I, I just wanted to try and throw something God, way out there. God, Gottlieb Leibniz. He's my favorite German uh, <laughs> philosopher of that time. He, um, he's the guy that proposed... Got Leibniz, not only did Guys, he help... he doesn't have a computer in front of him. This is all yeah, just his, his brain. brain. <laughs> but just so you know, he, not so only did, was, he, was he the co-founder of calculus, modern right. calculus, well, but... But he also um, gave some very important philosophical concepts that we still debate today. And uh, really, they come down to what's called other worlds, like possible um, explanations. And so more modern philosophers are still dealing with some of the stuff he proposed. My favorite German modern mathematician philosopher, I absolutely loved, and he's underappreciated, uh, was Kurt Gödel. Mm. What was the greatest, in your opinion, the greatest tech technological invention of the past fifty years? Oh my goodness! I <laughs> I would have to, I mean, honestly, but it's connected to other things. But you'd have to say the internet 
because it's it's freed up information. It's allowed people. But is the that in, yours? But the internet is connected to nanotechnology. You know, so computers. Sure. So I would have to say, um, I would say the internet is probably the greatest. You know, modern, tech, modern technological wrong. invention. You're wrong. <laughs> that has benefited more people I than like anywhere else. I like the bacon wave. It's like a way that you can microwave bacon to where the whole yeah, piece that, of bacon is. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, yeah. too. <laughs> what about just the microwave in general? Think about how that we can just put years, something in there. bro. You said the yeah, last 50, 50 years. When did the microwave come out? I was like, oh, microwave's been around for a long time. But oh. it, it became... It became, you know, accessible to people probably in the last fifty years. Yeah. Okay. But it, you know, microwaves. I was gonna say microwave or DVR. Microwaves DVR for, is like one of the greatest things, you know, because you can pause, you can record, and you, you know. Who's the greatest actor of all time? Oh come on! What? That's that's like really hard. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say that's so easy. <laughs> I know, so did I. What what era? Okay. <laughs> um, right now, who's the greatest actor of all time? I, Wait, you, right now, yeah, right now. Like, I, I would say acting? living who has the most Oscars is Tom Hanks. Yeah. So Tom Hanks, you would have to say the greatest living actor would be. Tom what Hanks. about Daniel Day Lewis? Daniel Day Lewis would be up there. They'd have to fist fight. That's the <laughs> that's, retire though. That's oh, the messy Daniel Day Lewis. That's the messy Ronaldo. It's clearly fight. Daniel Day Lewis. Tom Hanks would never fight Daniel Day Lewis. He's <laughs> right. too nice. He is too nice. It's Tom Hanks. And, and I do think Daniel Day Lewis has won more Oscars, so it could be Daniel Day Lewis. Boom! I just beat Look you that in your up. own game. Look that up. Who has who has the male with the most Oscars? Living. You mean like living? Yeah, living. I think it may be Daniel Day Lewis now because it was Tom Hanks. Well, but okay, but in your opinion, let's not do stats and Oscars and all that. Like, Daniel who, who do you Lewis. think? Yeah. Because for me, if I look at somebody that I see in multiple roles as an actor, and you could see uh, Brian Cranston is the greatest, I think, because you can go from Malcolm in the Middle, which is one of the greatest sitcoms of all time, to a Breaking Bad crazy villain. <clears throat> That's, ama that's uh, amazing. That's amazing. By the way, he's good. there's a tie. So Daniel okay. Day Lewis, but this actor is still living as well. He's had more nominations and the same amount of wins. Jack Nicholson. Oh, that's right. Jack is still alive so, too. Yeah. E easy Rider nominated. Five Easy Pieces nominated. The Last Detail nominated. Chinatown nominated. He won for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He won for As Good as It Gets. He was nominated for Reds. Uh, Terms of Endearment. So yeah, he's got three. Yeah, you have to put Jack up there. Yeah. I mean, you know, just because I like Tom Hanks as a human being yeah, you know you kind of cheer for him because yeah. you know you want for me tom hanks is is the new jimmy stewart oh he, he's nailed it he he's the he's the actor <sighs> that picks great roles that yeah. you just love because he's the real deal on and off camera yeah you want you know i i think there's something you want people to be kind and considerate sure. and, and and represent what's best in humanity. And I think Tom Hanks does that. And I understand Daniel Day Lewis is also a very Brian Cranston a very well. nice man. And I Brian mm -hmm. Cranston. So but I think Tom Hanks and probably Daniel Day Lewis are the two best living actors. Tom Hanks only has two wins, by the way, Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. And, so and Dan Zazelis has three, has right? Has three, and Jack Nicholson has three. Right. So best also, dead De Niro actor. has... Oh, best dead actor? Oh, my God. I'm going to say well, Paul Newman. Wait, he, no, he my just, my, my he just favorite said, is Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, yeah, okay. My, my favorite old actor is Jimmy oh, Stewart. Oh, Yeah, he's the best. No, he's the greatest. And Jimmy Stewart's one of those guys that could go from a comic role to yeah. a very serious role to, to a westerns. Crazy role. To westerns, me? yeah. Harvey is still oh, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, unquestionably. So I think Jimmy Stewart... And plus, he was amazing human being uh, off the camera. I mean, he was sorry. I he totally was a, he was a us. devout Christian and <laughs> and such. Yeah, I'd rather talk about this than anything. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, so great. so I would say now actress, the best living yes. actress, you would have to say Meryl Streep. Oh, period, the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you all have, time possibly now, Catherine Hepburn. Y- oh yeah, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> but but you, you know you want to know who I who my crush was like yeah. in high school who my like I had the Go crush ahead. on Anything. it was Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Oh well, pfft. yeah. That you know like yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Um. Do you, by the way, do you guys know who wrote Breakfast at Tiffany's? I don't. Truman Capote. Okay. Who also wrote In Cold Blood, which was uh, one of the first narrative journalist books to go big time. Okay. It was great. Um, tr- it was true true crime. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, y- yeah, so I would say Meryl Streep, obviously best living actress. The stats alone, you know, no, show right. that. Yeah, you, yeah. I, um, are there any other? Well, actually, Catherine Hepburn uh, surpasses uh, Meryl Streep. Does she in, in wins? Yeah. yep. So yeah, I, and then you would have to say overall, and I was I would agree with Steve-O, Best overall would be Catherine Hepburn. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she's number one. Again, on all of the we're, we're talking exactly. Living and Dead. So we did yeah. Living. We said Daniel Day Lewis and Tom Hanks. Yeah. Dead for me, even though he didn't win as many. I think he only won one Oscar, Jimmy Stewart. But for me, the dead guy would be Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> the <dead> living, <laughs> you would have to say Catherine. I mean um, Meryl, Streep. Meryl Streep. Dead, you'd have to say Catherine Hepburn. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know who my crush was when I was growing up? Who? Denzel uh, Washington. Well, yeah, but uh, uh, Julia Roberts for yeah. sure. I, I remember. I was already grown up when she was acting. <laughs> exactly. But for me in the '80s, that was like when uh, yeah. Pretty Woman came out. It was. Oh boy! Yeah, who is this? You know, I was just uh, couldn't. No, my it. true crush that I had pictures on the wall and everything. <laughs> of her, uh, Marianne my, from uh, we're like Gilligan's getting real Island. with Venus. No, today. my my, my, true, true like no, my true true crush. No, my true true crush that I and I've already Betty told from you guys the Flintstones. This. I had um, pictures of her on the wall and wait, everything. Wait, 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 wait. Was she a mathematician? Really? No, she was, was Mother she a, Teresa. Oh, I'm, dang it. You had a thing I for Mother Teresa? I, I had pictures of... So I, I told you this. That's so I went, weird. <laughs> I, went through, I went through my whole music. I had like rock musicians like on the Makes wall. Sense. And then in the latter part of my high school, I just said, no, I'm going to put my true hero. So I had... Martin I, Luther King Jr. That's exactly right. Yep. Mother Teresa ah! and Albert Schweitzer. I remember. Those yeah. are my three heroes Dang so, so Albert Schweitzer, who still is one, I don't agree with his theology per se, but his life was amazing. And, and, and then Mother Teresa, again, theology, but her life was amazing. Okay. Martin Luther King Jr. So I, those were my three heroes growing who up. Who was the uh, photographer that hung out with us a couple years ago that, uh, that used to, I live next to Mother Teresa. Andy Warhol. No, <laughs> no. We used to we had him on the show. He's a photographer. Yeah, He's a friend. I, yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Dave you, yeah. Have you ever yeah. talked to him? Yeah, about I was on the st- show with him. Okay, yeah. there you yeah. go, that dude. When he told me that, yeah. I was like, it was what? yeah, really yeah. cool. He's got yeah, a great Mother. Though, yes. So f- during my latter high school, you know, I kind of like had an epiphany of sorts of like I was already a believer, but it was like I want to you know, esteem people who are worthy of esteem. Because yeah. you before that, you had rock guys, and then their lives were like all, you know, they yeah. were two different persons. They may have been cool or great on stage, but then they lived, yeah. you know, differently behind closed doors. Yeah. It's like Wizard of Oz. So I said, I want people who are the real deal. Yeah. And, and for me, Albert Schweitzer was like the pinnacle. He was the guy that was like, oh. Have you ever thought about going on Jeopardy? Like, why have you never gone on Jeopardy? Just because a lot you know, of the stuff I know is like stuff they don't even care about. Are you kidding mm. me? I want to watch an episode of Jeopardy with you. Do you ever watch Jeopardy? And no. I want to beat no? you at it. No. I bet you I could beat you at rock and roll Jeopardy. You, you may be able to, but I maybe was, not. I'm really good at rock and roll I Jeopardy. I am too. I'm Mark good McGrath, at rock- also really good at rock and roll Jeopardy. Yeah. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm being serious right now. He's really? like, I just oh, want to fly. Rock Put and Roll Jeopardy was a thing. Me, it was on like VH1 yeah. or something like right. that. And there would that. be all these regular people. And then Mark McGrath went on and he crushed it for yeah. like He was like weeks the Ken Jennings. No, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Because, because Rock and Roll Jeopardy really? was like, I could go toe to toe with Mark McGrath. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I probably, I don't know. I probably could. But here's the problem. I'm not as up to speed on more modern acts. So if they start like throwing, so I think Steve O could beat me because probably come 1990, yeah, I just lost interest in popular music yeah, per se. Yeah, really boring. Yeah, and, it just yeah. it just became boring to me. <laughs> no, the music it just was like yeah 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 yeah. There, yeah. I mean, there were some highlights. There there were some people that I thought really were interesting. Mumford and Sons, I thought mm -hmm. was interesting. Have you ever thought about running for Pope? Well, you can't. You have to first of all be Catholic. Oh, um, and then you don't run for it. Oh. They pick you. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. called the College of Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. smoke comes out. Anyway, when they, uh, hey when guys, they okay, I got to go. get to the school. But boo school. Yeah, Wait, no, but no, that no, was so school. cool. Those questions. <laughs> one day, fun. Yeah. one day we're just going to talk about our favorites of so, different listen, things. Listen, Alex Trebek recently announced pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Right, yeah. stage yeah. four. And he asked us to pray for him. He asked us to pray for him. He did ask to pray for him. But if he retires, have you ever thought about like maybe I don't know taking over for Alex Trebek? You could do that. Yeah, because Very no, interesting. because what I would want to do yeah. is I would want to talk about all <laughs> I know, the things. That's true. Never mind. It would, I just don't oh want the gosh. answer. I would go, hey, what do you think about you know philosophy yeah. for two hundred, and then yeah. they'd answer and you'd be like, oh, oh, it's such a great book. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Never it, mind. It, You'd be a terrible host. It, it would, <laughs> but but if you guys want to start a podcast where all we do is just sit around, yeah. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. okay. Bye. All right. Bye, Brian. I'm going to leave Brian you Nixon. with the Ronaldo and Messi stats. Oh, okay. okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Brian Nixon, everybody. Brian Nixon. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on in the news today? Boeing unveils an overhaul to its 737 MAX software as Capitol Hill addresses flight safety. Chicago police released their file on Jesse Smollett. He is walking around saying he is a victim. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos facing a flurry of criticism over a proposal that would eliminate funding for the Special Olympics. Guilty plea from the self-proclaimed neo-Nazi behind that deadly attack during the white nationalist rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. One of the nation's largest wireless providers is set to release new technology to stop robocallers. They're basically band-aids on a much bigger problem. President Trump's surprise move to end Obamacare once and for all. It's not just sparking new attacks from Democrats. Republicans now divided two, including some within the president's own administration. It was a real game changer announced by NFL owners. Next season, for the first time, coaches will be able to challenge pass interference. Good morning. It's a game changer. Sure is. Welcome to the program. Shock Therapy Live is coming up at 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Pastor Nate Janae Heitzig. It is such a good night to Totally. Welcome to the show. Just waiting for Brian Nixon to bust through the door again. <laughs> yeah. All right. A couple things I want to talk about. The newest politically incorrect word. Okay. Okay. We live in a very politically incorrect world, Steve. Mm, this is true. So we need to be on top of this, all right? Yeah. We need to get behind this, all right? So we have an update on the latest, newest political incorrect update. 
work. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this breaking news. That's right, everybody. Brace yourselves. Because this word, I don't even know. I don't even know I can even say this word. Because it's so politically incorrect? But I'm going to take a chance. Oh, gosh. Be careful, buddy. I'm going to take a chance. The newest politically incorrect word is... Okay. Drum roll, please. That's your drum roll. Yeah. I got to play that twice. Yeah. In one morning. Mm. Cyclist. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? You want really want me to say it again? <laughs> Cyclist. Oh, America. <laughs> no, Australia. No. Yeah. Not America. Australia. Wait, why? Why? Okay. <laughs> The war between cyclists and motorists continues to rage on. It seems to just be a blanket disrespect for cyclists. The attitude of some cyclists doesn't help their cause. She came so close to me that its front quarter panel was rubbing on my thigh, on my hip. It can feel like a lot closer, particularly if the cars are travelling quickly. They're always on about us not giving them respect and everything on the road, but um, when you see what they do to motorists, I don't think it's yeah, fair. But if a motorist does something stupid nothing happens to him we're the ones that get hurt okay so that was a little montage of you know the people in australia and the excuse me cyclists Shh, can't use that word man wait what are we supposed to call them well well let's find out let's see bicycle rider um researchers in australia found that the term cyclist can dehumanize someone on a bicycle i quit and drivers who use it can even be more dangerous around cyclists because they don't think of them as, quote, completely human. Okay. <laughs> so you should say people on bikes. This uh, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. This is like us. Now we're, what are we called? Personalities? Yes, they used to be called DJs. We're not DJs, no, guys, because no. we're not disc jockeys. We, we, we are don't spin personalities. music. We're radio personalities. That is right. Not allowed to be called DJs because there are actual DJs in the world that will yes. MC your wedding and spin music. Yes. And so, you know, no, no offense to them, but that's not our job. Right. And we're taking away from the real DJs of the world. Absolutely. So therefore, Amen. we are now radio personalities. Yeah. Don't call us characters. No. We're not. We're not characters. All right. We're still a human being. That's right. All right. So uh, don't don't call uh, people on bikes cyclists. Okay, they're mm. people on bikes or human beings on a bike. Cyclist, get get out of here with this. Are you kidding me, Australia? I just what? I cyclist. What about motorcyclist? No, dude. What are they called when you ride motorcycles? Gang member. <laughs> a guy on a bike or a woman on a bike. Okay? A gang member. Oh, man. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm hmm. I mean, you know, Australia. It's, yeah. Somebody says, I don't care what we're supposed to be called. From now on, I will exclusively refer to cyclists as bicycle boys. <laughs> Banana I, seat lovers. <laughs> Banana seat lovers. Makes sense. <laughs> Those things are uncomfortable, man. Well, just for the first couple of weeks. 
You got to ease into it. See, biker. If you're riding a motorcycle, you're a biker. Yeah, yeah. but that's confusing because you could be riding a bicycle as well. But you're a biker. Yeah. Driving through this world. You know what I'm saying? You're a criminal. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I really wish that uh, these people on bikes mm. would uh, stay off the road, even if it's legal to, to, to ride in the road. I don't want them on the road. I'm scared to death every time I see somebody riding a bike. And they're all decked out, and I'm sure they're, they're, they're probably uh, preparing for a race, but they're all serious with their gear on and helmet. And they're just like right next to you driving, and you're going, what are you thinking? Do you have a death wish? Especially in this city. I don't get it, man. There's no way I would ride a bicycle on the road. There's no way. Yeah. I'd ride. Uh, um, I'd go the opposite direction. I want to see the car coming towards Dude, me. I've always felt that way, too. Yeah, I, I actually see did what's that. what's coming at me. When I used to ride a bike, I used to do that. I just want to know. I don't care how incorrect yeah. it is. Like, I want to see the cars coming my way. Back in the day when I was a kid, that's how you roll. Yeah, and now with you everybody texting and driving, yeah. nobody pays attention. You're, you're crazy if yeah. you're going to ride a bicycle. A peddler. That's what they're called. Oh, we actually have a, a peddler? Uh, human on a bike right now calling in. Good morning. Yes. Did I miss the cyclist part? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Buck, good are you Are you, sir, yeah. a peddler? Uh, no, I'm not a peddler. <laughs> because, you know, a peddler. <laughs> if you're on a motorcycle and they call you a biker, but you're on a bicycle, you got, we can't call you a cyclist. So clearly that one has a motor. And the other one doesn't, and you're using your feet, so a peddler. Yeah, a peddler. A peddler. It's not a peddler. They're I'm, cyclists. They're yeah. called cyclists. It's um, called cycling. I'm pretty sure it's a peddler. Can't say that anymore. Yeah. Can't say that. Yeah. Well, why not? Because they're people on bikes. It's dehumanizing. So they're cyclists. Yeah. They're on a bicycle. Sickle. Yeah. <laughs> well. Right. Um, Somebody said we can't call people individuals anymore either. Like, don't call us that. I'm just as important as any other person in society, so don't separate me from the rest of the world and make me less than human by calling me an individual. <laughs> call me an autonomous portion of the collective. Amen. Yes. I like that. Yes. You know, I think all this politically correct stuff is just to get everybody to stop talking to each other. I really do. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. got a master plan out there, and they just don't want people communicating anymore. The, the cliques of high school have now become the world. So <laughs> we all grew up. Most of the cliques didn't leave their clique, and now who run the world? Cliques. <laughs> and peddlers. Yeah. They're not peddlers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a good one. What are you peddling, dude? We keep saying peddlers. Yeah, what do you peddler. mean? What are you peddling, dude? Because you're using your feet with the pedals. I don't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. You think of peddler and you think of somebody who's selling junk on the side of the road. Absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a peddler. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's a different spelling. I'm not really, you know. Mm. I wasn't I wasn't very good at spelling in school. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what's new, Buck? What what do you got going on, man? Anything uh what have you been following? What's the latest uh, story? You've been following that Jesse uh Small A small story. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I kind of, I was surprised when they dropped the charges against them, but, 
Yeah, I don't care about that. It's because you came back from that. France and you love Justice Hey, can, can we talk about that one thing that I wanted to talk about, you know, that you said we couldn't yet? What? You guys have you guys yeah. have inside yeah, stuff I that know, you can't... You're, bucks, bucks, it's, it, might, it might be too soon. He's still a little hurt about it. I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want to talk about it. You know, I mean, it's like, uh, but I kind, I want to. Well, just because you want to doesn't mean I have to. Come on. Well, I mean, I'm just putting it Come out on. there. I'm just saying, I, I, I would like to, but if you don't, I respect that. That's fine. Let's have a conversation about it off the air before okay. we do it on the air. That's fine. Gosh, that's now fine. Everybody wants to know. Well, yeah, it's like a tease. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Uh, it's an unfortunate situation, but you know, it's just yeah. something that is what it is. Listen, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not really, I'm not really beat up. About it. Nope. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. Okay. Well, I mean, if you follow so, Buck, I think you probably know what is going on. So, uh, but uh, that I'll just leave it at that. What? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I hate you guys. What if you don't have time <sighs> for social media because you're a grown up? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Let's go to your screen time and see how much social media time you have on there. Actually, I'd, I'd be interested That's to see. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let me ask you guys a question. I really don't feel like I spend, like my screen time thing told me that I spent uh, the last report that I saw. Now, granted, I did fly overseas and back, you know, yes. over to Europe and back. But it said I spend six hours a day staring at my screen. And I don't think I do. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> I don't think I do. Is it, it, <laughs> it any time you're like your phone is activated, or I mean, because I guess it kind of breaks it down, though, doesn't it? I bet you. I bet you it probably is when you turn. Yeah, you turn your phone on, so you hit the home button, and maybe maybe it's the lifting action of holding it up. Maybe, maybe both of those together. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Be, but sometimes it comes up, but it breaks it down percentage wise. Like it says, mm. news, text. Well, Stuff like that. Um, or I'm having Steve-O pull up his screen time. I just pulled up mine, and in the last seven days, um, I spend uh, five hours and 21 minutes per day on my phone. What? What's the majority of the – how's it broken down? Uh, let's see. Netflix is in first place, six hours and 40 minutes the last seven oh days. Oh, my gosh, dude. Uh, my Sirius XM app has five hours and four minutes, followed by be. Instagram and Facebook and Angry Birds. But I'm down forty oh, percent. I'm down forty percent from last week. All right. I really want a rotary phone again. I want I want a home phone with an answering machine. I do. All right, Steve O, where uh, how many hours in the last seven days on Instagram and Facebook? Okay, in the last seven days on Facebook. Are you guys ready? Ready. Twenty nine minutes. On um, wait, what? Yes. On Instagram and Facebook. That's Facebook. That's my Facebook. I had to go down and try and find it. Really? Okay, Instagram. Four hours. Okay. How many hours do you have? Three hours. And then Facebook was how many? Three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I always go to Instagram and Facebook. That's weird to me. All right. I don't want to leave the other one out. Anyone else? Um, do you want to know how many? <laughs> where, 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 where is it at in the settings? Where do you see it? You just scroll down. You'll see it. It says screen time. Yeah. It's in the main uh, when you just go to settings. Um, however, okay, uh, what is your most used? What is the number one? How many hours have you spent like on the most used one? The most used? <laughs> yeah, like your very first one. If you go back to the seven days. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Netflix? Yep, six <laughs> hours and 40 minutes on Netflix. Where are you at? 
On your game? It's probably your stupid little uh, app game, isn't it? Marvel. Oh, my God. Wait for this, guys. Just wait for this. Yeah, go ahead. Tell everybody. Let me guess. Let me guess. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Six times. 35 hours. Okay. 35? You way overshot. Six hours a day at least on that game. He's constantly on that thing. What is it? Buck, what's your number one? What's your number one app? What do you use the most? And how many hours did you spend in the last seven days? <laughs> I can't I can't see it. I've been pulling it up, uh, and it's like, I'm driving now, too, and I don't want to, like, Yeah, don't do that. Don't die, bro. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So, in the last seven days... Hit me. My most used app was Marvel Contest of Champions. Yes. <laughs> and I 14 played... hours. I played a grand total. 17. For 18 hours. 17 hours and 19. 16 minutes. 17 <laughs> hours? So, Guys! So close. 17 hours on, the, on so a close. game. <laughs> yes, yesterday, Wednesday, March 27th, I spent five hours and 17 minutes on this oh game. Oh my gosh. Yesterday. That's insane, <laughs> dude. Wasn't it yes, yes, today's a week, today's Thursday, right? Wednesday, you spent five hours playing that game. You you're, spent over... You're an addict. Is he, is he an addict? That is he? Are you an addict at that Don't point? Don't you judge me, Earl. Don't you judge me. Is that a problem? Because no. it, it became a problem on this show. Yeah. I know that. So is it yeah. a problem in the rest of your life? Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy, steve Get rid of it. Delete it. No, other days weren't that bad. Leave it was the just alliance. yesterday. It was yesterday. I never. <laughs> I know. Never. Oh. I actually uh, recently were having this conversation with some people in said alliance. It's terrible that I'm having this conversation. <laughs> I went to Wikipedia to look up this video game, and it released December 10th, 2015, I think it was. Spider-Man? And I... I downloaded it December 12th, two days after it released. I've been playing this game for four years. Four years? Wow. This is that Marvel game you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Contest of Champions. Yeah. 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 And he's he's part of this alliance, so yeah. his alliance gets mad at him if he doesn't uh, do his role every day, if he doesn't do his job. Oh, it was 2014, my Are bad. you getting paid to do this? Since... Do you get money from this at all? <laughs> no. Sponsorships, anything? No, bro. Whatever. Oh, okay. We all have our time waster. Yeah. Don't you judge me, Netflix. No, hey, 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 hey. We all do, but not like that. <laughs> no. All right? Not like that. Yeah. You know, there are people that play games and make money. Exactly. Like they have they have Clash of Clan tournaments, yeah, uh, like world championships where people win millions of dollars. I know. I'm at their booth every okay, single so, year at New York Comic Con. Okay. It's been four years and you're still not making any money. Um, when do you hang it up? Never. Why would I hang it up? <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you a story. Oh, uh, please. Uh, see, I don't know if you know this woman, but Dex, you know this woman. My very, very good friend Susie, yes. who uh, used to work in radio here. Love her. Her brother is a gamer, and he started a company, and he created this product called Gamer Grip. Now, he has. He's a very well-known gamer. I think his his game name is Hastro or something like that. Okay. H-A-S-T-R-O, started a company, has sponsorships. Guess how much his company's worth today? Oh, gosh. I'm going to probably say, is it a, is it a, uh, is it a billion-dollar company now? No, it's not a billion 
dollar company, but it's uh, it's a very expensive company. Forty million. A hundred million dollars. Good for him. Gamer grip. From playing huh? video games. Jeez. From playing video games. Is it, is it like is chalk for your hands? That was, yeah, yeah, it's for your hands. That's and funny. that was just the first thing that he came up with, and then he just came up with this crazy idea to start this company, and they have sponsorships, and they travel all over the world, and, you know, he's a yes. hundred millionaire. Good for him, man. Yeah. Well, Somebody right. said, now check so, how long you guys have been on your Bible app. Compare that to... I use a real Bible. I was just okay. about to say, I all have right. an actual journal Bible at home, so that I... I I think I opened it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Anyways. I'm I'm slowly moving through the Old Testament. I've uh, I've, uh, now uh, ventured into Deuteronomy. And, Mm. uh, you know, I've made made a past Leviticus in numbers. That's good. Good job. Yeah. 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 Good job, was. That's a hard read, man. Yep. It's a hard read. Yep. Well, so here's how you get through Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Right? You call it Deuteronomy, and you read it like Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It changes everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah. I know, I don't think I, but you could. Yeah. But you could. I'm, I'm over halfway through it. It's fine. All right, that's fine. It's fine. All right, well. Yeah. Always yeah. good talking to you. Uh, let us know uh, when you get a chance. Uh, I'd like to uh, see what the number one app in your screen time is. Yeah. How many hours? Clearly. Or screenshot it. He's send it to me. He's clearly on his phone a lot. He can't even navigate his screen time. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm driving, Steve. I don't want to crash hour. into somebody. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right, buddy. <laughs> we'll see you. See you later. See later. Buck. Aaron Buck Burnett. That's right. That's right. I'll uh, talk to him later and see if he'll... Uh, Talk about that one thing that yeah he doesn't. You said if I follow, I totally follow. Yeah, but it's not on his. Well, not no. Even if you follow, I'm not saying if you follow him on social media because he hasn't even announced anything. But if if you uh you know, oh, if we're friends, is that what you're saying? Clearly, I don't know how to say without saying it. So I'm just gonna be quiet. That's cool, man. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Shock therapy live is coming up. Hang on. 